Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it is time for our Sunday Morning Alive broadcast right here. And we're so glad that you've joined us today fulfilling the Word of the Lord. Uh, We are, are gathering right now around the Word of God today. Many on Sunday morning are gathering in churches all over the world, but there are also, there are also people that are here right now on the internet that are gathering with me and I with you uh, around the Word of God, fulfilling the Word of God's command to, to forsake not the assembling of yourself, we as Christians, together, as the manner of some is, but much more as you see the day approaching, uh, exhorting one another, exhorting, strongly encouraging one another, and in context of seeing the day approaching, of living in the last days, to strongly encourage one another in right living in particular, because this is a time that it is so crucial that we have instruction from the Word of God of how to live knowing that Jesus is coming soon, knowing the tribulation will follow, knowing that we are in the last of the last days. We need to both hear and heed holy instruction from the Word of God. So one of the great needs today uh, is to be filled with the Spirit. That is the title of our sermon this morning, Be Filled with the Spirit. Amen. We're going to read it in context from the Word of God in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14 through verse 20. And while we read this, this, this is about the great need that we have right now. For a Holy Ghost revival. We, we thank God for all of the energy that is put forth in evangelism. But that to have effective evangelism, we need a holy, mighty move of God in the body of Christ, in the church of Jesus Christ. And I'm not talking about a denomination. I'm not even talking about just Pentecostals here today or Charismatics here today. I'm talking about this command to every child of God to be filled with the Spirit. Now, you got the Holy Spirit when you received Christ as Savior. For if any man, uh, if any man have not the Spirit, the Scripture said he doesn't belong to Jesus. But it's not about just having the Spirit. It's the Spirit having you. That's what the baptism is all about. Amen. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be ye filled with the Spirit. This is the, this is the energy and power of every revival that has ever occurred and the mighty revival that God wants to send needs to be driven by the Holy Spirit. How we need Him today to, to move forward in the, in the face of all the opposition, all of the distraction and all of the discouragements. It makes us want to just draw our head in like a turtle 
when he draws his head in and, and just hides within his shell. And friend of mine, this is no time uh, to put a bushel over our lamp or our candle or our light, but to hold it high that all the world may see. You see, the scripture says in the midst of a wicked and perverse generation, you shine as lights in the world. So it's all about letting our light shine. When you were in Sunday school, you probably sung the song, This Little Light of Mine. I'm going to let it shine. A friend of mine, as you grow in the Lord, you realize this is not a little light that you have. This is the light of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. This is the light that has shined in the darkness and the darkness comprehendeth it not. This is the light that if we walk in as he is in it, <laughs> the blood of Jesus has a continuous effect, cleanses us from all iniquity. Praise God. This is the light that the darkness trembles before. This is the light that invades the darkness. Hallelujah. And conquers it. Glory to God. That's why in verse 14, it says, Awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead. That's revival, friend. That's what revive means. It means to, to give life, bring, bring life to that that threatens to die. Praise God. Awake thou that sleepest. Someone said of the devil, the devil is never too busy to rock the cradle of a sleeping saint. This is God's wake-up call to you and to me today. And it is His command to you and me today. That's why it begins with, Wherefore He saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectfully. That word means watchful on all sides, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil. Scripture said of the last days that we're living in, evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. The days are evil. And I wish I could tell you they're going to get better. The scripture said as time goes on and the, the coming of the Lord gets closer and the tribulation looms nearer, that things will get worse and worse. When you pick up your paper, you, well, you don't have a paper. When you turn on the news or Google the news and you hear the news, you think it can't get any worse than what you just heard. And yet a few weeks later, a month later, it gets worse than that. And friend, according to the scripture, the worst is yet to come for the world, but the best is yet to come. Hallelujah for the child of God. And he has saved the best wine for last before the coming of Jesus. I believe there's going to be a mighty move of the Holy Ghost. And that's why we are commanded to be filled with the Spirit in this time. Not to try to, to get the job done for Jesus or to live in victory in our own energy, the energy of our own resolve and will and the energy of our own flesh. 
no matter how well-intended, we must be, we need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to put myself in a camp that I'm glad to be in today. If you can't handle that, I'm sorry. It's not just me. There are people that, that, that were not part of a so-called Pentecostal or charismatic movement that recognize the desperate need to have the infilling of the Holy Spirit, to be dependent upon Him, to be controlled by Him. Amen. Listen, and be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be ye, verse 18, filled with the Spirit. Thinking to, speaking to yourself in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be ye filled with the Spirit. When I first became a Christian, we sought the Lord to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Not just to speak with other tongues. Not just to, to, to have spiritual gifts in operation. But we wanted more of God's person and God's presence and God's power in our life. Someone said it well when they said the world has yet to see what God can do with and for and through a man or woman who is fully and wholly consecrated unto Him. And this is what Ephesians 5.18 is telling us that we need in order to be fully consecrated and the result of that full consecration to Him. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. I jotted down years ago three things that is is said that is being said to us in this verse of scripture about this command. <laughs> and the first thing is it's not a suggestion. It's not an appeal, but it is a command. Be filled with the Spirit. Anything less, therefore, is disobedience to the Word of God. We're not out here trying to get some kind of, of you know, uh, just power for the sake of power, seeking something spiritual for the sake of, of, of a feeling that we may get. Amen. No, we are fulfilling a clear command of the Word of God. Jesus said, go into Jerusalem and you wait there. With all of the urgency of, of the harvest, all of the urgency, Jesus had told them, Go ye, we have a mandate from God, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. But before he sent them into the world, he sent the Holy Spirit into the church. Praise God and into the believer. And he said, you're going to need, you're going to face spiritual forces. In fact, you're going to, you're going to face powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. And you're going to face the rulers of the darkness of this world. When you go forth to proclaim the gospel, everything hell has is going to stand up against you. 
And you're going to need that. You're going to need more than the energy of your flesh, than the the high education uh, that you can bring biblical truth. You're going to need more than that. You're going to need more than you, than the enthusiasm of your emotions. You're going to need more. And I want you to wait in Jerusalem, tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Amen. Hallelujah. And and then, then go forth in the power of the Spirit, not in the power and energy of your 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 weak flesh. Hallelujah. Listen, it is a it is a command. It is not a suggestion. It's a present tense verb. We are to be filled with the Spirit now. And it is a continuous or active verb. It could be translated, be being filled with the Spirit. After that experience at Pentecost, when they were baptized in the Holy Ghost, Amen. The Bible said when they faced the forces of the devil and people coming against them, it, 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 it says, and they were filled with the Spirit. So it wasn't that one-time thing. They were continually accessing the power of God that now resided in them by the Holy Spirit. Be being filled with the Spirit means we must be filled daily. Constantly, moment by moment, yesterday's blessings are not sufficient for today. Number three, it's a passive verb. That means it's not something we do. It's something that is done for us. We must be yielded. We must be willing. We must be consecrated. We must be believing. But God does the filling. Hallelujah. D.L. Moody. They named D.L. Moody Bible Institute in Chicago four blocks, amen, of, of, of a Bible seminary and Bible teaching and missionaries sent forth from. He, this is what he said. The great evangelist that they named Moody Bible Institute, not a Pentecostal uh, organism, but listen to what Moody said about the Spirit. He said, God commands us, and about this verse of Scripture, God commands us to be filled with the Spirit. And if we aren't, it is because we're living beneath our privilege. He knew there was more. He he found more. Oh, Dio Moody's testimony is very, very powerful. When, when they begin to build Moody Bible Institute while he was evangelizing, the great Chicago fire took place and whatever they had started burned to the ground. And they asked D.L. Moody to go forth and, and start raising funds. He was, people really knew the, the success of his ministry and they would invest in it. They wanted him to go and raise funds to rebuild. And he said, you know, I can't be a fundraiser when God has called me to preach. He felt that urgency to get the gospel to the world and to everyone who would hear it. And he set himself to pray and locked himself away. And and he said as he prayed and sought God what to do and how to get the job done and 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 and. and 
he said that the power of God came on him so strong, he asked God to stay his hand lest I perish. <laughs> Amen. D.O. Moody knew the presence of God. D.O. Moody encountered the power of God. And D.O. Moody therefore said, and I quote, God commands us to be filled with the Spirit. No doubt he had the Holy Spirit because he was a Christian. And if a man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. And when we get saved, of course, the Holy Spirit comes in. God comes in. Jesus comes in to his temple. But being filled with the Spirit means that we are controlled by the Holy Spirit. We are baptized in the Holy Spirit. A.W. Tozer put it this way, When the Spirit presents Christ to our inner vision, it has an exhilarating effect on the soul as much as wine on the body. The Spirit-filled man is literally dwelling in a state of spiritual fervor, amounting to a mild and pure inebriation. (laughs) Hallelujah. God dwells in a state of perpetual enthusiasm. He He pursues His labor always. In a, in a fullness of holy zeal. That's why it said, wake up. Wake up. Christ will, t- will show you what you need to be shown so that you can do what you need to be doing. Even in the evil day, we can see a mighty move of God, a mighty, a mighty harvest for God. But we need to be filled with the Spirit in order for that to occur. Glory be to God. Amen. Because to be filled with the Holy Ghost means that God is in full control of the believer so that we might be fully obedient unto Him. Amen. To be filled with the Spirit is the beginning, therefore, of a deeper spiritual life for the believer. We are literally possessed by a master passion. God has granted admission to His temple in the human soul. He's invited to pervade every chamber of it. I want to back up a minute and and tell you about the day of Pentecost. You know this. When Peter began to preach after they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, the Scripture said he, He had to explain to them, These men are not drunk. As you suppose. Amen. Whatever the, the, the reaction to this infilling initially, the, they looked like they were staggering under the power of God. They were staggered by it. And people thought these people had got in that upper room and passed the bottle around and they're all drunk as a skunk. And I'm going to tell you that wasn't that he said, listen, this, this is not even happy hour. I'm putting it in my terms. He said, it's only the third hour. These men are not drunk as you suppose, seeing it's only the third hour. People are not done with their day's work, off from work, and now they're drinking and you see them staggering. No, this is, and then 
he biblically defended what they were seeing and explained what they were seeing. This is that that was prophesied by the prophet Joel in the last day. <laughs> your, your, your old men will dream. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Praise God. This is that that Joel prophesied. A day would come when the Holy Spirit would come. And this is that day. Philippians 2.13 says the result of being filled with the Spirit. For it, and it's not just tongues, friend. That's a sign that he's in there, that he's now speaking as he gives utterance. But listen, for it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. In Strong's, Strong's uh, word uh, explanation, it says, the Greek word, inergeo, energeo, and it's our word energy. It means to be active, effectual, fervent, the, be mighty. M- remember when it said the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much? That fervent part of that is not just the zeal that we're praying in. It is the Holy Spirit working with us when we pray. Paul said, I will pray with my understanding. I will pray with the Spirit. Glory be to God. Amen. It means to show forth self. It means to work effectually in It will cause us to be zealous. It will cause us to be energized. But it will be God working in us and God working through us. Amen. Hallelujah. Thayer's put it this way. He said to be operative, to put forth power, to display one's own activity. It is God at work in us, both to will and to do His good pleasure. We must never conceive, therefore, the Holy Ghost is filling our hearts as water filling a bottle. The Holy Spirit is not a substance to fill an empty vessel. I want to say it again. The Holy Spirit is not a substance to fill an empty vessel, but a person to control another person. That's where it would connotate everywhere in the New Testament where you see filled with the Spirit. Amen. It means filled with and controlled by. That is the idea. That is what it is connotating. That is what the Scriptures are teaching us. When I'm filled with and controlled by. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm possessed by a master passion. Jesus' Lordship is being manifest as I'm yielded to Him. And He's able to speak through me and speak to me through the Word of God. Amen. To open the eyes of our understanding. Praise the Lord. Amen. We need desperately to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I like the way J.B. Phillips put it about this be filled with the Spirit scripture. He said, I believe in the Holy Spirit. When anyone says, I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, one and the same, We mean that we believe that there is a living God able and willing to enter human personality and to change it, 
It's called the regeneration of the Spirit in the new covenant. Praise God. Amen. And then, of course, that power of God to do that and to work in us and through us is released by the Holy Spirit. To be filled with the Holy Ghost means that the power of God is available to every child of God. Listen to, to, well, listen to the words of Jesus. I'm not going to quote all the scripture. I will in a teaching very, very soon. But Jesus said, you go into Jerusalem and you wait. You wait until you're endued with power from on high and then go into all the world and then preach the gospel to every creature. Because when you go, you're going to face powers and principalities and the rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. You're going to need spiritual armor. You're going to need spiritual enablement. And don't even try to get it done in the energy of your flesh with the best of intentions. Arise from the dead and awake thou that sleepest. Christ will give you light. He'll give you understanding. Be not drunk with wine as wherein is excess, but be ye filled with the Spirit. Listen, understanding what the will of the Lord is. Hallelujah. And be ye filled with the Spirit. And the result of that power from on high and that infilling and that enablement, divine enablement. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we think or ask according to the power that worketh in us. It's not power without, it's not, but it's power within. It's not power above. Because the Holy Spirit is sent down from above to indwell the child of God and to baptize the child of God, to whelm that person, man or woman, boy or girl. Simply put, this is power to be what he wants us to be and to do what he wants us to do. Colossians 1.29 says, Whereunto I also labor striving according to his working that worketh in me mightily. It wasn't the power of the flesh with the best of intentions. It was the power of God through the Holy Ghost. Amen. I like what Brother Lawrence said, and I quote, They who have the gale of the Holy Spirit go forward even when they are asleep. You see, God worketh in us. That means it's a continuous, continuous activity of the Spirit of God in the life of the believer. And that's why he said, even when I'm asleep, he's at work. <laughs> Amen. He's not just work when I wake up. He's, he's preparing me for things that he wants to accomplish in and through me, even when I'm asleep. Amen. <laughs> I tell you, the, the friend of mine, I want you to know the devil wishes that every child of God would sleep and slumber and not be filled with the Spirit in this last day. 
Be like the turtle and pull its head in and just wait on the coming of the Lord. That is not the message of Scripture to us. The message is arise. Hallelujah. To wake up. Arise from the dead. Awake. Arise from the dead. And Christ will give you light. He'll give you understanding. Listen, before God sent the church into the world, He sent the Holy Ghost the Spirit of God, into the church. The same order, the same order must be followed today if we're going to be successful in reaching men and women, boys and girls for Jesus. Acts 1 and verse 8 says, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and Judea, and in the uttermost parts of the earth. It required the dynamic of the Spirit as well as the sacrifice of the Savior to bring the benefits of salvation to a waiting world. For all Christian experience revolves around the cross and Pentecost. Pentecost made available to men and women, boys and girls around the world, what Calvary made possible. Hallelujah. Dr. Timothy Warner puts it this way. He often speaks of power encounters. By this, he means those incidents where the power of Christ openly triumphs over the power of Satan. When a person is snatched from Satan's power, you know, that firebrand snatched out of the fire, Christ is exalted. When a demon-possessed person is freed, Jesus is glorified. When evil is publicly defeated by the power of God and by the power of Jesus Christ, Jesus is praised. Hallelujah. And today, we need these power encounters where God's power can be displayed because He's given us power First, power, and then authority over all of the power of the devil. And he does it through the person and the power of the Holy Spirit today. Praise God. Friend of mine, we have a command in Scripture to be being filled with the Holy Ghost. And that simply means that I need to be constantly emptying of myself and my will and my desire that I might truly say, not my will, but thine be done. Praise God. I want to be filled with and controlled by another person, not just abstract power for the sake of that, that the, the charismata and the gifts. I want the gifts of the Spirit to operate in my life, but not for my exaltation. I want the gifts of the Spirit to be a blessing to people and to lift up Jesus and to be a witness unto Him. Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts 
of the world. I want my life to speak to the fact, amen, that that Jesus died for me on the cross, rose on the third day for my justification, ascended into heaven and is making intercession for me and is coming back to take me home as part of his glorious church, his glorious bride. And I want to tell the world what Jesus can do for them by being an example of what Jesus has done and is doing and is going to do in me. As long as I'm still here and have breath, I want to be a living, breathing, preaching, teaching example of what God can do in a human's life that will put their trust in Him and empty themselves before Him. That's what they were doing when they were waiting in Jerusalem. They were emptying themselves before God, accepting His Lordship in their life. So the Holy Spirit came and filled that waiting vessel with Himself. (laughs) Hallelujah. Filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit. There's a great mighty work of the Holy Ghost today. The Bible said when He comes, and He has come, He is here, and He is there, right where you are. Today, if you're a Christian, if you're a Christian, seek the Lord. Empty your heart of your own ambitions and desires. And say, Lord, I'm yielded to you, that you may be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And controlled by the Holy Ghost. Amen. And the power to fulfill His will and purpose in your life simultaneously granted as He comes in to reign and He comes in to rule and you find yourself in a flow of the Holy Ghost. You find yourself equipped with the armor of God. You find yourself able to overcome what you could never overcome in and of yourself. And that fervency in prayer, hallelujah, energized and directed by the Holy Ghost will move you forward and push back the powers of darkness that are arrayed against us and we will find ourselves reaching and winning souls for Jesus Christ and living in victory until He comes. Today, if you don't know Him, He is convicting you. He is drawing you. He is right there where you are right now. He has he has held you till the end of this broadcast. I didn't do that. He's held you here for this moment that you would not run from God anymore. You're not run from Christ. You're not run from Him. But you run to Him, repenting of your sin and simply receive Him as your Lord and Savior. Come to Christ right now. Hallelujah. And He'll seal you for heaven. In Jesus' name.